afternoon, everyone. Uh, welcome to the End Time Notebook. Here every single week in some sort of guise uh, to mark a card for the weekend across the EFL. Set piece threats, rampaging wingbacks, forward thinking holding midfielders. Regular listeners, welcome back. New listeners, great to have you on board. We are back. Huge thanks to John for holding the fort last week. John, good afternoon. Afternoon, Gav. There's only um, one set of people happier than me that you're back, and that's the listeners. Oh, well, we'll see. Um, yeah. It wasn't a bad week after all, John. I know, kind of no, no winners as such put up on the pod, but we should probably mention George Thompson, who you put up the week before, which was on the cheat sheet, which we post on Twitter. Yeah. And we also, um, I guess, the, what's the cheat sheet, John? I guess it's just an extra place for us to add some notes and it's visually uh, just a it's nice where, thing to put in. It's where we, where we hide the winners. It's we where we hide like the winners, to, yeah. I don't like, don't like to put them out in audio. <laughs> so. There's not a cheat sheet P&L spreadsheet, so I should um, yes, right. let the listeners know about that straight away. But Connor Masterson, we said in the cheat sheet last week, been busy enough, and um, sure enough, he yeah, pops up against Ackerton and probably exactly the goal I would have thought he would have scored against Aquiton which was loitering at the far post for, for a knockdown and he nods it in uh, Gillingham at home to Forest Green this weekend uh, John do you want to have a guess I don't know whether you've seen what, what price you reckon Masterson goes off this weekend uh, I haven't looked so ooh, I don't know because he I don't think he ever went short when he started scoring last season I'm going to go for 10 to 1 as short as 6-1 to one in a place. Um, Ouch. Although, as I commented on the um, social media website, Twitter, uh, last night, we've all seen football before. We know how it works. We know how this plays out. This feels like the Fankati Dabo redemption story uh, with Troy Deeney leaving Forest Green. 20-1 yes. to one if you like those types of narratives. What's happened to the um, Troy, D- Troy Deeney's a refreshing change uh, hot takes? I haven't seen one for a week or two. The writing was on the wall when he stopped wearing his glasses on yeah, those, um, those interviews. Yeah. They seem to have lost internet access, those people. I hope they're okay. <laughs> uh, got a lot of stick, obviously, and rightly so this week, but he's still... And I know he's not everyone's cup of tea, Troy Deeney. It'll, it'll always be, hold a special place in my heart for um, running up the other end of the pitch in the uh, playoff uh, semi-final against oh, Leicester way back. But, um, hey, there's still, a, still a, a manager that's been somewhere, what, less than a month, and, yes, he made some mistakes. That's probably could be his career on the floor right now, but... Um, what happened to um, you? Always until about two years ago, you always associated the Forest Green owner with being very sensible and forward thinking. What's going? What's happened? He's uh, maybe yeah. There's a bit of success, right? Rob Edwards coming in and yeah. think this is an easy game. I just got a. I just you know I've got I've got a knack for it. I got a sense for it. Maybe he just got just got lucky, probably didn't he? Just got lucky. He yeah. did get lucky. Um, yeah, Forest Green in big trouble, and uh, Gillingham are playing well, aren't they? So that could be uh, could be a few goals there. Um, a good week. John, I started off my notes this week with a good week for Niall Canavan. Uh, stumbled one over the line. I don't know whether you saw the goal for, for Barrow against Lowly Sutton. Classy Three finish. <laughs> Classy finish. Exactly the type of goal um, for that level of football. Uh, three league goals for Canavan for the first time in... Uh, well, first time in 10 years. John, can you remember your Niall Canavan career history? 
who we would have been playing for where he scored the last time he scored three league goals. Like 10 years ago, was it? Um, this is question heavy, right? I've, I've brought you on this it wasn't, podcast and now I'm, it's almost uh, turned into mastermind. It wasn't Scunthorpe, was it? It was Scunthorpe. Oh, unbelievable. It's almost like I'm reading your notes. Oh, oh okay, yeah. yeah <laughs> I, tried. Yeah, I, did, I did well there. I could have got away with that. Um, I know, I had, a, I had an inkling I did play from, but oh, I can't remember. I mean, that was a long time ago. Barrow are at uh, home to crew this week. Another question here, John. Oh dear. Uh, home to crew, we know a set piece vulnerable. Um, Canavan and George Ray, what do you reckon? Guess the shortest price that you can find in the market for Niall Canavan and George Ray. They're both going off at a, a short price this weekend. Jeez, can't be I'll give you a clue, it's shorter than Masterson. You have another. Okay, <laughs> it, can't, it can't be short. It can't be, but I'll say four to one. <laughs> not not quite that short, but it's still terrible enough at eleven to two. Uh, do you so think? Um, do you think Niall Canavan's benefited for this being the first season we haven't mentioned him every week? <laughs> <laughs> Imagine a world. Thank where you, Niall. Niall Canavan goes off eleven to two um, yeah. in a professional game. It's a mad world. It's a mad one. Um, I thought it was a good week for wing backs in League One. A couple of old names: Corey O'Keefe for Barnsley. I know you've got um, you watched that Barnsley Carlisle game in the week, and you got some notes around that later on. But Steve Seddon for Burton as well. But two, yeah. two, you know, notable rampaging wing backs, um, both adding to their tallies, and both with stereotypical goals that you would expect from those two. The Seddon one was a good one. Um, yeah, as was the O'Keefe one as well, and. The only other mention I've got, not only wing-backs, but proper full-backs in the championship as well. Mm. Sending the Sky Blues into meltdown with that goal against Leicester. And uh, Harry Darling continues his good run of form. Two great headers for Swansea at Blues. One flew into the top corner, the other one's hit the bar as well. He continues his good run. Mm. Um, They were my kind of initial reflections. John, what did you watch and see and had an opinion on this weekend? Or last weekend? Yeah, like, well, Championship. Uh, we'll start with what's the story, Ross McCrory. <laughs> um, that's uh, sounded better in my head, but I've gone with it. <laughs> F- finally made his Bristol City debut versus Preston last weekend, only 15 minutes. He's had some sort of serious bacterial infection that's kept him out for six months. Um, doesn't sound too too nice thing but hopefully he's okay now um, I noticed that he played an hour versus West Ham in the cup midweek he got two shots away looked fairly threatening from the highlights I've noticed that Manning's talked very positively about him easy to forget I certainly had that they paid three and a half million for him in the summer um, one to watch because he's not he's got an okay career record at Aberdeen a little bit of Rangers um but I thought the 14 to 1 in the current climate wasn't the worst price either. So if he, I don't think he'll start this weekend, but maybe one for the coming weeks. Uh, I've mentioned, I mentioned this guy last week, Gav, Alex Matos for Huddersfield. Uh, He certainly didn't let me down, the young lad. Um, Played for an hour, six fouls, uh, somehow no booking. I don't know how, because he was also backtracking to the ref from what I could tell. Probably got subbed just before he's about to get booked, and he also got away three shots. So he's someone he certainly likes busy. to be involved in the act. Yeah, very busy. Um, if people didn't listen last week, I 
just picked up completely randomly looking into his brief history. He's got he's got the honour of having six bookings in seven games for the under-21s this season, which uh, seems very high for an under-21 level. And he barely played an hour in most of those games either. So, yeah, I think Alex Matos is one to look at in all markets. But that way. We shall. That's it in the Championship, my friend. Shall we go on to League One? Let's go on to League One. I, tell you, I, I actually, I, I did a little bit of due index. I just before we move on to um, oh, before we move index. on to, to League One, Carl uh, Walker Peters. Uh, oh, yes. I don't know how he, how is he not on the half a dozen goals this season already? Nine shots in his last five. All all look exactly the same. Cutting in from right back, he's had another one that fizzes past the post against Sheffield Wednesday. I thought the nine to one was still fair enough. Didn't make my my shortcut, but I'm expecting he'll appear on the on the cheat sheet at some point over the weekend. But he was the uh, yeah scrolling down the list and looking at who was due. Still, um, Carl Walker Peters. So I know he's popular in some circles. Uh, I think John and most of our thoughts are in League One this weekend. Um, mm. You took a bit of a look at Fleetwood and Charlie Adam and um, what it's starting to look like in his short time in charge. What were your thoughts? He's a very flexible man, Gav. I don't know if he is, but um, yeah. Uh, so so far, plenty of changes in formation in, in game, which you, you do note these days that especially these younger managers, they're happy to experiment for the first month or two. Unless you're Troy Deeney, then you're getting sacked. So um, <laughs> yeah, you've got to be a bit careful. But can we can we count Carl Robinson in uh, young uh, managers still? I wondered when he was going to come back up. Um, Salford were uh, no. Yeah, I'll, 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 I'll cut you off in your prime yeah. there, but but um, I'll no, it's okay. He's a, you know, but, I enjoy Carl Robinson. So. <laughs> Pro- I think they were five XG. young manager. Promising. Five XG they were last weekend. Well, I think again uh, when they yeah. went to Crawley, they were. I had a look. They most of them were from the front. Three. I can uh, I can really see that ending well with, with him under that <laughs> ownership. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so anyway, uh, Charlie Adam at Fleetwood. He went, he's dabbled around with a four five one four four two, but they went with a three five two at Cambridge. Uh, even though they lost the game, I thought they looked a lot more threatening from what I could tell there. And they've got a new signing on the left side, more left midfield or left wing back here in Harry Boys, who was um, first half of the season on loan at Wickham. Uh, he's only 22 still, but he's got a lot of league games for his age and he should be a pretty much every minute player here for Fleetwood, I would imagine. He got away, I got two shots, I think it was three shots away actually from near the edge of the box, which was quite good. So I was quite interested in him this week. Uh, problem is... Uh, considering they're playing Portsmouth at home, I expected better than eleven to one. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can make the same case for our old friend Mr. Rooney on the uh, right side, yeah. who was a lot further forward against Cambridge than he had been in the two previous games. So yeah, that was um, interesting to see what they go with against Pompey after Pompey's shock defeat to uh, your favourite team, Late Orient, last weekend. Yeah, uh, wheels coming off is probably a bit too strong, but um, yeah, Pompey needs yeah. to arrest that form soon. Been, as well. been found out, Gav. Since they came up against Hape and Beckles, they they couldn't get Smith. The Pompey have a good. Uh, there's some good um, young content providers, aren't they? That, that I follow from Portsmouth, and yeah, they're all kind of scratching their heads and. The radar charts hasn't got the answer, so there's there 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 was there was clueless as as 
some others. Um, I think um, I think they're going to miss the was it Robinson, the young loney, got injured, didn't he? I think yes. that was quite a yeah. big blow. He had to go back. Um, I watched. I had the joys of watching Barnsley versus Carlisle in midweek. Um, <laughs> Don't worry, I didn't pay for it. Um, and for about the fifth time this season, I Emotionally, wondered, you paid for it emotionally. Uh, I certainly did. I paid for it in what the hell am I doing? Um, about the fifth time this season, I've watched Barnsley and I've thought every time, how are this team fifth in this league? Um, <laughs> the, I don't know if you saw the highlights or anyone, any listeners did, but within the first five minutes, Carlisle missed a one-on-one and an open goal. And all, both were from complete defensive howlers. Uh, then there was a third defensive error, rare error from Liam Roberts in goal, which uh, finally saw new signing uh, Luke Armstrong score his first goal for Carlisle. Um, after that, Barnsley just ground away, really, nicked it late on. Uh, Barnsley have been, despite the error there, if you look at the goalkeeper stats on all the metrics, Liam Roberts is having a great season. I think they've been heavily propped up by him. Lots of defensive errors. Um they're sort of okay going forward here, but considering they're playing Carlisle at home, they should be. Uh, as for Carlisle, despite the relative investment they have made in January, uh, they still look lacking in quality. I saw that Simpson this week seemed surprised that despite now having money, no one wants to go to Carlisle. Um, which doesn't doesn't seem doesn't seem the biggest surprise to me because it's probably not the easiest place to attract players. But Absolutely, yeah. I, I'm I'm a little bit surprised he's not under more pressure with the new owners. I mean, maybe he is, but I know he did a good job. But they've actually spent for them. They spent quite a lot already in January, so they have. I think it um, could be under. Everyone else has got a handful of games on them as well, haven't they? We've yeah, just looking at the okay, league think, table now for the first. I think they're at, um, they're at Cheltenham this weekend, so that's a big. Big game for both sides. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Cheltenham have got, they're on 25 games. Carlisle have already played 28. Cheltenham are three points ahead. So, yeah, it's. um, Yeah, and they've just just lost uh, Will Goodwin, my friend, who's gone to Oxford. Yeah, what? Yeah. Half a million quid or just short of half a million quid, wasn't it? Yeah. You heard about him here first, Gav. Well, yeah, you you were on to him nice and early. They they could have picked him up for a fraction, John, if they'd have. um, if they'd have known, uh, yeah, lots yeah. of uh, lots of discussion yeah. about uh, the prices. I, I, I think there's, um, I mean, the Langstaff price for people are getting asked because they'll probably go for over a million. Wouldn't it? I don't know whether it'll go for in mm. January or, or in the summer, but um, I do I do think it's um, I do think it's you know a thing. I think that people are willing to pay a bit more money, and there's there's, I mean, I've no qualms with the standard of players that are coming in League 1 and League 2 I think it's stronger than it's ever been I think you've got you know it's more competitive if people people get a good sense I guess you know coming from all these Premier League academies they get a, a better sense of the, the quality that they're up against so um, yeah no problems at all with um, teams shelling out big money for for um, for potential uh, which is good for the division it means it will be full of talent for years and years to come Um that felt a little bit soapbox, John. You could rescue me now if you wanted yes. to by talking a bit about. Uh, I could do. Let's have a selection, shall we? With, that's, uh, that's, yes. We're going to go back to um, Steve, well, back to Barnsley. They face Stevenage this weekend. Uh, not for the first time this season. I think this looks uh, a good spot for Stevenage, but I am very anti Barnsley. And um, every time I say that, they come back with a Devante Cole hat trick from nowhere. So. 
we'll try again. Um, and I think it's time for you know who it is, everyone. Come on down, Carl Piagiani. Hey, um, oh, old Dan Sweeney. Really. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's really upset. He's going to score. <laughs> Uh, finally double figures for the first time since God was a boy Um, which is the minimum I'd want really but uh, that's probably because he's had a few quiet games Um, as has happened about 10 times this season Evans has once again told him he should have scored more goals this season this week Um, he keeps trying that Steve it's not actually worked he's only got one league goal but Hopefully, well, hopefully, eventually, if he keeps saying it, it will work for good old Carl <laughs> Piagiani. We know what it's all about. Uh, man averaging 0.15 XG per 90, which is very good for a centre-back. Um, nearly three league goals on the XG this season. You don't get paid out on the XG, but you might get paid out at 10 to 1. So let's go Carl Piagiani, 10 to 1 for Stevenage against Barnsley. That's going to be on how much our... Um... <laughs> Oh, male de Giovini up the back for Barnsley who's got what played in those uh, French leagues he should be rubbing I bet yeah, Piagiani's yeah. rubbing his hands to um, to get that, he was the uh, midweek he was he was the only uh, defender that looked half decent to me for Barnsley I thought he looked quite good and, and he had um, he had one chance from a set player as well I know you've mentioned him before uh, yeah I was going to mention as well Carlisle the only issue Carlisle caused apart from the ones I gifted to they had a couple of chances from set plays late against Barnsley as well so yes yeah, I think I think there's something there what something worth noting I think I think um, in League One and League Two, these are the reverse fixtures of the same, well, the same fixtures as four weeks ago, four game days ago. So you've actually got quite a good recent form guide. Is, yeah, um, is it the Championship as well? Because we, I'm sure uh, we I played Sheffield Wednesday. Yeah. Well, it might be like just before back, Christmas yeah. or, yeah, something. It's, it's, it's similar, yeah. It's not the same week, but it's, it's similar again, yeah. Um, yeah, you do have uh, one or two of those a season. It is... Um... Yeah, you, it, it does make you kind of look back to see what happened in that fixture because there's plenty of recency playing a big part. John, yeah, excellent, yeah. getting us off the mark. Um, in the only way we know how, uh, Carl Piagiani, <laughs> uh, double-figure prices. Yeah. Uh, my uh, my selections are League One heavy as well. Um, we were both... Um, we both put up uh, Carlisle centre-halves last week to cause more pain for, for Oxford, uh, Mellish and Lavelle. Not up to much, but I'm um, probably not done with Oxford just yet, and particularly not with um, when they uh, when they host Northampton. Um, yeah, I thought this price was big, John Guthrie, um, twenty to one. Yeah, good um, old John. Feels like a you know, well, a really backable price now. I think you know, driven by just what one goal in the last twelve months, but that did come at Lincoln just after Christmas. Great header from a free kick. Um, I think we still have him. I think uh, Sam Showings due back from injury possibly this weekend but he'd still have Guthrie as the number one threat he'd be the first one that I'd look for to to get with if I was um if I was looking at a Northampton threat um yeah uh, in addition to that seven of his last eight have been scored on the road as well so there's clearly some preference there for nice. Northampton pack their bags and um and head out to an away game as I said yeah not done with Oxford just yet conceding plenty was extremely disappointed when Joel Latabodier snipped in at the near post for Coventry when I was there a couple of weeks ago in the cup game after eight minutes and it just reminded me that oh yeah Oxford terrible from set pieces um, but um, yeah I thought Guthrie was a couple of points bigger than I'd, than, I'd, than I'd have him so a point of 20 to 1 goes in the book 
The only other one I had, John, was um, well, if you can if you can get if you can get a, a game of football played where Reading's involved, um, they're giving up some big chances. Um, big chances to Alex Hartridge against Exeter, Lewis Freestone, where we spoke about him a couple of weeks ago, had all those chances at Cheltenham, gave up that Josh Knight goal against Peterborough before that. Eight goals from set pieces conceded, but probably a bit left on the table as well. Um, I thought, yeah, Liam Morrison, plenty busy for Wigan here, two great headers in December, take his tally to two for the season. Really close to adding to that, the aforementioned Northampton last weekend. 14-1, to Good enough price for me here, John. I think it's mm. definitely ahead of the eight to one. Charlie Hughes, or you know, they played three at the back uh, last weekend, and young Luke Chambers, who I think's on loan from somewhere. He's fourteen to one as well. So easy to get against Reading, giving up plenty from set pieces. Morrison looked busy enough for Wigan, and um, and the fourteen to one so was a nice way to get involved just there. Uh, anything League Two ish. John, for you, or anything, anything still to recap um, in League One? Yeah, one, uh, one for the uh, ex Bayern Munich uh, youngster there, Liam Morrison. That's uh, I don't oh, think yeah. we said that before. <laughs> I thought the um, stock. yes, I thought the late Orient Bolton game was fairly interesting, um, mainly because Bolton have suddenly got injury crisis again after having a few weeks of not having one when they've had for a lot of the season uh, Forrester came off injured half time midweek he's out apparently, Gethin Jones is at the Asia Cup with Australia Rando Williams came off injured they've also got a, um, a Mendes Gomez at the Asia Cup, they've got a few others out injured and they've also got a sickness bug going through the camp according to Evitt I think yesterday so this looks a, a good spot for take your pick between Omar Beckles, PFA Chairman Supremo, <laughs> or or clap your hands if you're Dan Happe. Um, we uh, we love mentioning these two, but if you actually look at the reverse fixture in December, uh, Beckles had three attempts, Happe had two. Oh, that is good. Uh, and that, that was, was a good spot. Yeah. yeah, and that was when Orient were really struggling. Since then, they've been flying. <laughs> Both have been fairly consistent since then as well. Beckles has even scored a goal, Gav, uh, an association football goal. <laughs> uh, so at the prices, I would prefer Beckles at 16s. Uh, the main reason I haven't put that up is I'm pretty sure this game's going to be called off because Late Orient haven't got under-soil heating. And I think they're inspecting as we record. So it's kind of pointless putting it up. But I think the uh, 16 Omar Beckles is, uh, is actually quite good, but I don't yeah. think it'll be on. I'd agree. Hey, great spot there. But yeah, it was probably um, a lot's going to happen in the next 12, 24 hours, isn't it? Um, plenty yeah. of games. Time recording. What We lost a, lost the Mansfield game. Salford, Salford game went as well. But yeah, it's disappointing. It feels like that kind of weekend. Um, League two then. Hey, I only had nothing concrete. I thought a player that you've put up. I think we both put up at various points throughout this season. I thought I thought Grimsby five, Notts County five, did a fairly good job of hiding the fact that Grimsby have conceded eleven in two games. Because <laughs> you, you, you yeah. look at it as a as a as a as an outlier that it was oh a basketball game and end to end. But actually, it's two games on the trot that Grimsby have looked absolutely kind of hopeless at stopping anything that, that gets near the box. Harrogate on the road, we, we know we're, um, we, uh, yeah, we like we like Harrogate in the right spot. Um, Matty Fold scored in the reverse fixture. He scored from a corner, John. Has the guess at what the XG is from a, scoring from a corner? 
But for Matty Folds, probably yeah. 0.02. Or still too much, 0.01. Um, oh, okay. It's, it's bound to be a strike from the edge of the box, I'd imagine, or something like that. Mm. Uh, but I thought I, it, that was that was it didn't interest me that much. But I thought George Thompson looks oh, good an easy George. selection here. Four to one any time. Yeah. Forty to one for two plus looks a pretty obvious way to get involved if you're looking for. Harrogate to continue uh, the Grimsby defensive misery. John, it was at that point yep. that I got to the end of my list. Anything else for you in League Two? Only one view in League Two, and it's um, someone I've piggy banked, piggy banked, piggy backed <laughs> on the back of you. Um, good, oh, good old, he's young. Owen Bailey for Doncaster. Oh, yes, yeah. Probably one of the few. No, one of the more shining spots of their season, I'd say, as you said a few weeks ago. Uh, you just don't know what you're going to get with Doncaster. They're so inconsistent, typical of a McCann side, really. Uh, at their best, they look quite good, and then they look awful the next week. So they go to Bradford, which is an ideal opposition, not going to pretend it is, but it's the price, really. Anyone who didn't realise, he did actually get off the mark midweek in the Nobody Cares Cup, uh, mm-hmm. Owen Bailey. Much to Gav's chagrin, if he even noticed that went in. I don't know. <laughs> I um, no, yeah, it's probably not even. Sometimes it's best not to even look at those games. To be honest, if, if even I have, don't care, he, that is a that is a yeah. Coffin. That's a. They should definitely win that cup if you if you're not following the. Uh, he, he did have two efforts last weekend again, um, and I think that makes makes about seven or eight efforts in the last month, something like that. So. Just on that alone, Owen Bailey at nineteen to one is a selection for Doncaster at Bradford. Excellent. Added two. So walk us through your selections, John. Um, Owen Bailey, as yep. you just mentioned, and then up into League One. Uh, Kyle Piagiani for Stevenage at home to Barnsley, ten to one, and uh, just have like some kind of build a bet on Alex Matos killing someone, hitting the post, having 25 shots and getting subbed after 60 minutes. So see what you can get for that. We'll try. We'll try. I love it. Come for the um, come for the uh, centre-half goal scorers. Stay for the, if you want to have a builder bet or something. I think that was, that's, yes. that's we're, we're tapping into a new demographic. If you want a, yeah, yeah we're, t- we're going for a bit, that's a bit TikTok-y, isn't it? <laughs> it's right, yeah. <laughs> What do you uh yeah, what are all the uh what do all the kids build a bet with? What are the what are the nailed on things like oh like over um, over 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 point five corners shots in the game, yeah. That's it, um, yeah. Um over over um over 0.5 kickoffs. Um what else can we have? I've just thought of a, I've just thought of a good name for a podcast on um but I don't know. I'm going to share this. If someone wants to nick this, it may already be a thing. How about this, Gav? Tiki yeah. Toki football. Oh, I'd be amazed if that wasn't copyrighted somewhere already. Uh, well, I think, I think it's got a, it's, that's got a future. That. <laughs> yeah, you watch. Uh, let's uh, 
about two months' time, Tiki Toki football will be the number <laughs> yeah. one trending. We'll be getting provider. like 10 million, 10 million yeah. views, and we'll be we'll be getting our regular numbers. <laughs> all the, it's uh... not all about the numbers, Gav. It's not all about the numbers. <laughs> no, it's, yeah, <laughs> winning football content awards, getting nominations. <laughs> Don't worry, lads. <laughs> Where did you come up with the name from? Oh, I just thought about it. <laughs> we broke we down know. the barriers. We broke down. We, we were the trailblazers. We just created exactly. paths for them. The That's the name for this week's episode, anyway, isn't it? That's good. Perhaps the Tiki Toki football. I like it. I like it. Um, <laughs> nothing. And nowhere would, um, no one would feel more at home in Tiki Toki football than the um, the evergreen uh, John Guthrie, who's a selection for me, coming to one <laughs> Northampton, Oxford. <laughs> and Liam Morrison for Wigan at Reading. Um, yeah, what's your. Uh, I don't know. Is there any. Thing. I think I think there's bigger things planned, aren't there, for Reading? So, um, yeah, not too sure. Yeah, I didn't have a bet in those games last weekend, but I think it depends on the bookmaker, right? If you if it's voided or um, whatever. Yeah, happens. I don't know. Yeah, it was. A, it, I haven't checked that for so long, but I think it it used to be like if you played a half or something like that. But I don't, I don't know now. So. It used to be if it was a winner. If you'd backed a winner, then Maybe they voided they it. it. And then yeah. if you hadn't. And it counted as a loser. <laughs> yeah, the the, li- the live chat said he played. <laughs> At which point, yeah, then a pop up says, "Have you thought about builder bets?" John, absolute pleasure to be back. What a glorious twenty eight minutes that was. Working through uh, the highlights from last week um, and all the things that we've got to look forward to. Fingers crossed, some of those games um, beat the freeze and. Uh, and there's some uh, betting opportunities to get involved with. Uh, John, any any last comments on January the 19th ahead of a busy week of EFL action, hopefully? Um, no, I think I've run out of um, vaguely amusing material about 10 minutes ago. But we went early. We went uh, early with TikTok. Yeah, I'm just thinking about that ticky-tocky football. Our five-a-side team of Piergiani, Bailey, Morrison... Matos and Guffrey, that really wouldn't suit, would it? That is um <laughs> I think we're not we're not gonna have a lot of the ball, but that way. Yeah. I um <laughs> yeah, we might have a we might have a few kind of yellow cards and um Yeah, Piergiani or Matos will be a shirt uh, short price favourites. I'd like to buy yeah. the minutes for I'd like to buy the minutes for climbing on shoulders and shirt grabbing in, in those games. <laughs> I just I get the impression Piergiani could really mentor Matos though and just like turn him into a bit more of a killing machine. So look out for that. If, if they're great unlikely ideas. to ever un, unlike, unlikely to ever meet in the same side, I'd imagine, but you never know. It's not a podcast, it's just like a it's like a workshop sounding board for future ideas, for things that might be better than what we're doing at the moment. I like it. Mm. Great. Uh, whatever you're backing this weekend. Uh, be lucky, uh, as I said, hopefully a lot of those games. If, you, if you're heading out to watch a game of football, be careful. Uh, feels like a, feels like a public service announcement that we should potentially be issuing right. at 30 Thank minutes. That's right. Uh, yeah. But, um, yeah, uh, hey, be lucky. Uh, look out for the cheat sheet. I'll get it done tonight. I'm sure there'll be plenty more. Johnny, good at sending those over. And, uh, yeah, engage with that as well. Let us know. I know, uh, hey, the usual crowd always letting us know what they back. And, um you know, if I can't back a winner, what I'd love to see is uh, fellow goal scorer enthusiasts backing. We want to, yeah, we want to see, we want to see a bit. Anyone who gets a um, 
build a bet or some kind of thing like that can win a wins a mug. I'm saying it now. But it's got it's got to be related to one of the players mentioned in this week's pod. There you go. Like I'll have a I'll have a John Griffey will score a second half header uh, and everyone will be happy. Yeah. But then I'll realise I've stuck in a build a bet with right. uh, over two and a half corners on the right hand side right. between minutes eighty one to ninety. Then I'll I'll only yeah, have myself to blame. <laughs> <laughs> and there was two, and there was two, two corners on in the 80th minute. That'll be <laughs> yes, that's right. Oh, um, John, fantastic work. Uh, whatever you're back in this weekend, uh, be lucky, and we'll uh, we'll do it all next week. Goodbye. <laughs>